Hi everyone, my name is Andrina. Thank you for listening and welcome along to the Melbourne Primary School P7 podcast episode. This is our first ever podcast episode. We have been working with Gary and Darren, learning all about podcasting and we're super excited to put all all that training into practice. But before we get started, I'll let Lauren explain what we've been getting up to. Thank you, Indrina. Over the past four weeks, we've been learning all about the world podcasting. We've taken lessons in presenting, speaking with emotion, audio production, and so much more. Did you know that in 2021, there are 48 million episodes worldwide? Actually, make that 48.1 million, including this episode. Let me hand you back over to Indrina, who will give you a quick rundown of what's coming up on this week's show. This week, we'll hear from both P7 classes as they tell their Melbourne Primary School stories. Starting from Primary 1 all the way to P7, including some of our most memorable moments, we'll also hear from a very special staff member as they become our first interviewee. I wonder who that will be. You'll have to keep listening to find out and, oh, and well, we'll also hear from Billy Ellis from Melbourne Community Association, who very kindly supported this project. That's all from Andrina and I. Now it's time to dive into this week's episode of Melbourne Primary School Podcast. Join us as we take a trip down memory lane starting from Primary 1 to Primary 4. We all joined this brilliant school in 2014. We have had so many great times here, even though it was long ago. We still have some great memories with P1 with our teachers, Mrs McMillan and Mr Alwood. On our first day, we were all given name tags and we played together with all the toys that were laid out on the tables. The name tags weren't needed too long because we all soon learned each other's names. We all got along so well together and loved playing together, doing fun and messy art tasks. Some of the most memorable, most memorable days were the times where we got to dress up. We had some big events like the Cinderella Ball, a pyjama day and the teddy bear picnic. However, the most memorable day has to be. Some of the most memorable days were the times we got to dress up. We had some big events like the Cinderella Ball, a pyjama day and the teddy bear picnic. However, the most memorable day has to be our outing to the beach in Portrush. The sun was shining that day. We got onto the train with our bucket, spades and cool sunglasses and made our way to Portrush. Going on the train with our classmates was pretty exciting. We played together on the beach and built some sandcastles. It was a great way to finish our first year of primary school. Next up was PT with the fabulous Miss Forrest and Miss Garcia. We were actually Miss Garcia's first ever Melbourne class. One day, a few pupils from the class were out of their seats too much for her liking. So as a joke, she said she would need to go to her bumps to seat. Well, a certain member of the class who will remain nameless took her too literally and actually glued their own bum to seat. I don't think any of us will ever forget that. We learned some really important things in P2 and our class really loved going on welly walks, singing songs about our ABCs and dressing up in our brilliant role play area. Those were the days. Before we knew it, we were in P3 with Miss Muffet and Miss Russell. We learned all about castles in P3 and 
and even went on a day out to Carrickfergus Castle. The castle was huge, and it was a bit of a funny surprise to find a statue of an old king sitting on the toilet, a.k.a. the throne. It was hilarious. We learned loads about maths that year, and we remember all Todd and even Stephen, which helped us learn about our odd and even numbers. It was great to work with the P7s. They seemed so big back then. They helped us to build rockets. It was class. We even launched our rockets, and some of them hit the ceiling of the assembly hall. Halfway through the year, Miss Muffet told us she was pregnant and had to go off. We were happy and sad about this. Happy that she was having a baby, but sad that she had to leave us. We moved on to P4 with Miss Robinson and Miss Birch. We did some class topics that year. We actually got to learn all about cartoons. We looked back in history to learn about World War II, but our favourite topic was Italy. We learned about ancient Rome and traditional Italian foods, including pizza. We even got to go down to Domino's to make our very own pizzas. It was pretty kind of them to have us all down. During that topic, we also learned a bit about Italy's most famous race car driver, Super Mario. We were buzzing when the teacher brought in a Nintendo's, Nintendo Wii and we actually had a Mario Kart competition in school. It's now time to meet that very special member of staff. Join us as we ask them some tough questions. Welcome to our podcast, Mr. McLean. My name is Eslam and along with, with uh, Kara and Caitlin, we'll be your hosts. But before we get started, why don't we play a little icebreaker so the listeners get to know you a little better. If you could describe yourself in three words, what would they be? Thank you for the question, Islam. A nice tricky one to begin with. Um, now, how I might describe myself may be very different to what you three looking at me at the minute uh, would describe me. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with what I feel. So the first one is funny. So you're allowed to laugh at this stage. Maybe says it all. Maybe not so funny. Uh, hardworking. Okay, not just within school, but as a father of three, three children, five and under. I don't get much time not working. And finally, and I think you'll definitely agree with this. And competitive, highly competitive. Uh, so competitive, hardworking, and funny. Ah, okay. So this might be your toughest question yet. If you could have any superpower, what would it be, and why? Talking about superpowers, a few years ago on World Book Day, can you remember who I came dressed as? Superman. Okay, so I'm thinking the the ability to fly, because I like traveling. So if I was able to fly myself, I wouldn't have to stand in airports in long queues or pay extortionate prices for a for a flight somewhere. So I'm thinking to, to be able to fly. Interesting. Mine would be flames. What about you, Caitlin? I would probably have the power of invisibility. We could play this game all day, but it's time to start the serious questions. What primary school did you go to, and can you remember your first day? Well, I wasn't as fortunate as you three sitting here. I didn't get to go to Melbourne Primary School, but my primary school was called Mullaboy Primary School, and it's a small primary school. Um, just outside a little village called Drumahoe. Uh, and the reason I went to this school was because my mum was actually the teaching principal. Uh, so she felt that it would be a good idea for me to join her at the school. And there were lots of pros and cons to that, but I, I, I did have a very good uh, primary school um, education. The first day, I do remember it. Um, I remember, actually, it was my dad who dropped me off because I didn't want to go in too early. 
Uh, and I think it settled in quite well. I, I do I do remember it well because some of the children uh, arrived and they were in hysterics. Maybe it was some of you were like that. What about you during your first school day? Were you? Can you remember it? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that, those were my memories. It was more the, the, the screaming and kicking of some of my classmates rather than, than me. Well, what was your favourite subject and why? I'm going to say two. Okay, I like bent the rules a bit, so I'm going to say two. I liked uh, PE for obvious reasons. Of sports been a big part of my life, so I've enjoyed uh, enjoyed PE, um, and I also enjoyed then maths, uh, numeracy, and I went on to do A level maths, and now I'm the numeracy coordinator in Melbourne, as you know about. So um, I just enjoy maths. It's maybe because there's less writing to do in maths than there is in, in English, and you can do more in your head. Um, so maybe this is going completely against the hard working uh, answer that I gave in one of the first questions. My dream job is to be a famous artist. What was yours whenever you were my age? You are a fantastic artist. I've seen some of your work, Cara. Um, I have no doubt you will be a famous artist. Uh, my dream job was probably to be a professional footballer. Um, and I was very lucky at a young age. I got to go across to England in some trials and, and, and travel the world actually playing football. Uh, but unfortunately, a very small percentage um, get the opportunity to become a professional footballer. So I came, um, I stayed at school, got, we went to university, um, and the rest is history. I'm stuck with you three in Melbourne Primary School, not playing at the European Championships. I'd rather be here. What is the best part of your job? And if you could change one thing about it, what would it be? That is a brilliant question. Uh, the best part of my job is getting to work with children. Um, every day is so different in a primary school. Um, we have so many brilliant characters in here, and you know, getting to teach all the different subjects and going, or you know, we're just off the back of our celebration week, go and visit places and just play a small part in, in you know, improving uh, the children within within Melbourne. It's actually it's a real privilege. If I could change something, I'm, I'm so happy in my, in, in my job, um, probably down to the fantastic school that we're in uh, and the, the staff that I work with and the children I work with. If I could change one thing, it probably would be the current transfer system. Uh, you are all aware of what I'm talking about because you've just been through it. Uh, and I know you're going to Dalriada and you're going to Dominican and you're going to Korean Grammar School. And that's fantastic. You will all be huge successes. Um, I just feel sometimes for the children who maybe don't get their first choice. Now at Melbourne this year, we all 50 of our primary seven children have got their first preference. So we don't have any um, children who are upset this year. But it, it really, you know, it really hurts me you know, over the years seeing children not getting their first choices and, and trying to you know, help them cope with that disappointment. Uh, I think you should all move to your, your local school where you would all be huge successes at. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given and why is that? Well, it, it, this is more a quote. So being you know, being a sportsman or maybe I'm not really a sportsman, I like to think, ex-sportsman, I, I always like the quote, winning isn't everything, but wanting to win is. And this is something that I try and instill in the children in Melbourne, that there's no way that you're going to go through life, everything going your way. You're going to have. You're going to suffer disappointments. You're going to have to overcome hurdles at, at different parts. But as long as you're giving it your best, that's all anyone will ever expect or ask. 
And it's the same then, you know, whether it's in the classroom, if you're doing a quiz or if you're doing a little assessment, you want to do your best to try and finish top. That, that should be your aim, to get your best score that you possibly can. Or if you're on a, a sports pitch, to try and win, but then being able to cope with things if you don't win. Um, and, you know, maybe analyzing or assessing, why did I, where could I have improved there? Or, you know, how could I move forward with this the next time I do it? Anything I do, I always think, and it just, I'll give it a hundred percent and see where it takes me. Uh, and I know our Melbourne kids have that same ethos. They're just, we're going to give it a go. Uh, and then we'll learn from any mistakes that we make along the way. How quickly did that go? I can't believe we've come to the end of the interview. Thank you for giving up your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much for those lovely questions. And there'll be extra homework for all three of you tonight. <laughs> we'll continue our journey through the years with our favourite memories from P5 to P7. Mrs McHenry and Miss McKee were our P5 teachers. This was a year where we did lots of hard work on multiplying and dividing, but also had loads of fun doing really creative art projects. If we had to pick our favourite activi art activity, it would be the volcanoes. We had so much messy fun using paper mache to build these, and once they were all painted, they looked amazing. Next was the fun part. We put a bottle of coke inside the volcano and then popped it in a couple of mints. This caused the volcano to explode. Noah and Sienna were really confused because when they put in their mints, nothing happened. So they bent over to have a look and then boom, it exploded in their faces and they got soaked. We all exploded with laughter. Although P6 was another great year, nobody could have predicted how things would have turned out. We are learning lots about our teachers, Mr Vinnigan and Mr Gilchrist. Not many P6 classes could say that we were getting weekly Spanish and Mandarin language lessons. We also loved our topic all about chocolate and had Brent Crack playing on our Christmas show, Shrek. It was hilarious and the crowd loved it. Down the years, our year group has loved performing our Christmas shows to big audiences. Because of COVID-19, our P6 show was the last one that we performed in front of a big audience. At least we went out with a bang. Unfortunately, the pandemic stopped our, our year, P6 year in our tracks. School was closed up at the end of March. Finally, in August 2020, school reopened. It had been five months since we'd been in school. There were nerves and excitement as we arrived in our P7 classes with our new teachers, Mr. Hanforth and Mr. McLean. Although many of us had to really knuckle down to study for our transfer test, which never actually happened in the end, it was just so good to be back in school with all our friends. Another 10-week lockdown after Christmas meant more online learning before getting back to school just before Easter. Our last term of P7 turned out to be maybe the best term of school we had. We've packed so much in, including our amazing class topic on the Titanic, as well as some other highlights, such as golf, bowls, cricket, sports day, using our new football nets, prize day, the final fling, and unforgettable trips to Belfast Zoo, score, jump lanes, port rush, and the cinema, and of course, the chance to create our very own podcast with Gary and Darren. It's time to find out if guest number two can remember the first day at school. Welcome to our podcast, Billy. My name's Sienna, and along with Daisy, we'll be your hosts. But before we get started, why don't we play a little icebreaker so the listeners can get to know you a little better. If you could describe yourself in three words, what would they be? Well, Sienna, let's see. Um, hard question. Uh, I would describe myself as hardworking, um, honest, and probably caring. 
Ah, uh, okay. So this might be your toughest question yet. If you could have one wish, what would it be and why? Well, being a football fan, Daisy, I think um, my wish would be for Liverpool to win the Premier Team League title this year um, because we, we're the best team in the world, so we need to, need to be up there, you know. Would you agree with that, Daisy? You're a Manchester United fan. No. No, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> Interesting. Mine would be to start football. What about you? Mine would probably be to win a million pounds. We could play this game all day, but it's time to start the serious questions. What primary school did you go to, and can you remember what remember your first day? Yes, well, I can't remember the first day. I went to a school called Overdale Primary School in Liverpool. What was your favourite subject, and why? I used to love PE. Um, I was quite a an athlete um, and stuff. I used to love, love PE and games. My dream job is a photographer. What was yours when you were my age? Well, when I when I was your age, I wanted to join the the armed forces. And I did when I was 16, um, joining the, the King's Regiment uh, and serving um, 14 and a half, 15 years in the, in the forces. What is the best part of your job? And if you could change one thing about it, what would it be? The best part of my job would be um, helping the community. Um, we've set up a lot of services locally, which help local people. Um, and being able to help the people is, is, is the best part of my job. Um, if we could change one thing would be to be able to provide more of a service for everybody. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given and why? The best bit of advice is probably being of late, the last probably five years, would be never accept no as an answer. Um, always accept, if you, if you get the answer no, try and manipulate it, it becomes a yes. So you obviously you work, you keep working and making things happen to make it into a yes. Sadly, we've come to the end of the interview. Thank you for giving up your time. We really appreciate it. Hey guys, my name is Jaden, and along with Key 8, we want to take this time to say a massive thank you for listening to our very first podcast episode. We also want to give a shout out to Mr. McLean and Mr. Hanford for giving all Primary 7 pupils the opportunity to be part of this one of a kind project. Katie, do you want to close us off? Absolutely. It's been loads of fun learning about podcasting and being able to make on for ourselves. I'll be finishing off by asking you to please leave a like, share and comment across all social media platforms. The more people who do that, the more you'll help spread the news of the amazing work being done by all teachers, staff and pupils at Melbourne Primary School, the class of 2021.